Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do, 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 do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90-day Beyonce Marrying someone you've only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes, let's love there's and less- we're back. And we're, we're not back. This is part two. That's what I'm saying. We're back for part two. The, and you're right. The light is fading. You can see your face less, and I enjoy that. You're not that's so. Not, that's not nice. Blown up for me. My skin still looks good. Everyone just said on the YouTube oh live that my skin looks good. Oh God. How much makeup <laughs> are you wearing? None. Just moisturizer. Not even concealer? Not even concealer. Really? That's what happens to Oklahoma when you got a lot of sun, like you're doing right now. I can see that. I can see the age on you. Yeah, you're jealous of sun. Don't even act like because I know you love. You won't let me. Sun. You won't let me get into sun anymore. Try, you, you would never shut the fuck up when I would like to it's get true. sun, and you're like, you need to wear sunscreen. You'll be old. Now I he, believe it. Good, y'all. Poodle like to get a little. He's like, I just like to get a little burn. Because like, that's no. how I grew up. That's how you get melanoma. This, Yo, this is reality gaze. <laughs> this is toe. This is toe part two. Toe part dose. Toe drink- part do. Toe Second part. Show. Second show. Second show. So I'm having to drink a Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. It's delicious. I'm having some water. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Wait, you were having that in the first show. Oh God. Poodle's gonna get ripped. We gotta get to this right Ooh, now. Ooh, I'm a loose cannon. Uh well, I thought you're just loose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I almost said that joke. I think Y'all, we need to like stop this because now we're just saying each other's jokes. It's true. Um so y'all real quick, real real quick. Uh the uh Facebook Sissy Squad uh Foundation of the Month is the Jamie Kimball Foundation for Courage be Charity, sure not up- the foundation. Yeah, yes. So um be sure to look for that in our announcements and you can donate to that. Um 
Go to our link tree. Our link tree link. Check out our link tree. Shake our link tree. Shake our shake. I'll ride that like this. Hello. (laughs) That's where you can find all of our live show information. Someone just mentioned they went, oh my God. I we're probably not gonna see them because none of us have time. But uh Crappens is doing a live show on the they're doing tour. They're doing a whole like their tour, like they're doing like 20 cities. I I love that. I love that. I saw their tour and I went, oh my God, if we did that, that game. I'm exhausted just watching it. I was exhausted. Now you guys they're gonna be in New York the same weekend we're gonna be there. I saw that. Yeah. So y'all, if you're going to the live show in New York or you want to, well, there you you go to Crappens one night and grow to us one night. Because we still, although our New York show on the 28th is sold out, right? When are we going almost, to New York? Like, we have like three tickets. The New, the New York uh, show on the 28th is almost sold out. The 27th is pretty good. The 27th, you still have tickets. Oh, actually, no, no, no. It's perfect. Their crappens looks like they're on the Thursday, the 27th. Our shows are on oh Friday God. and Saturday. So we have plenty of tickets for our Friday show. So you can see crappens on Thursday and see the gays on, on uh, fr- Friday night. We should Look go see that. their show. We should. We, get into, we, we just fly, fly in and get into town. Well, we're going to be no there. compass, I'm not buying a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, do you have industry comps available? You have industry comps available. <laughs> All right. It's their 10th anniversary to them, too. So shout out to Watch What Crappens. 10th? Oh, Oh my god! They've been doing this for ten years, Ike. Y'all, I'll be How honest. They've been doing this. Enjoy us now, because Poodle and I aren't going to make it past seven. <laughs> so. I've been doing this for a year and something, and I'm tired of you. Yeah. So, God, ten years. If we're doing ten, that means we're just numb inside. No, that means that I'll have handled something contractually with you, where I can yeah. barely tolerate you. Exactly. Exactly. The money will have to be that good. It will. Um, yeah. There's some, oh y'all, a, a below deck is coming back. Yes, you all keep With messaging Daddy me. Lee. Yes, I'm excited for Daddy Lee. Um, so that's I don't know. Com- I don't know who the chief stew is. We know it's Chef Rachel and Eddie is first officer, but that's all we know. I'm still waiting if Eddie's going to be shitty or not. So I don't know. We'll see. So that's coming we'll back, and um, Winter House is now dropping <laughs> as well. We did the. It's. I'm excited for it. I'm. I'm excited. I it's a big question mark for me. Not that I won't watch it, but I don't honestly don't know what's going to happen with this weird group of people. Because I, I it's really kind need of like Lindsay to get there. They they let Paige's friend Julia cast half of the show. It, it was yeah. And it it's just weird. Made, it's I'm weird. Wait, I need hubs to get there. I'm ready oh. for hubs. Oh, bring on the hub house. Bring on and the bring out the house. best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of not the best, let's just jump in and talk about Ari. <laughs> you know, I've said this before, but you know when we say something about someone, y'all, we don't always enjoy being right. We do a lot of times, but this was no. I enjoy well, every time I'm right about her. <laughs> I was like, we were right all along, and this is they're gross. They're not good when they're not in the same place. When no. when there is distance, she gets hella jealous, hella um, jealous, like full on single white. The female people with still him. say hella. I don't. You know think that's so. a yeah they do. That's a Northern California Northern California thing. thing. Yeah, like yeah, Destiny yeah. said that. I'm like hella wasted because she yeah she's NorCal. So, um, 
so she's going to be in New Jersey, shocking, longer because it just takes time to do the surgery. So she's probably going to be, she's, it's kind of an indefinite amount of time of how long. It's and she's be. really upset because Benny has, has spun off and that's not good. And I need to talk with him. And she even says, I feel like I don't have any control when he turns his phone off. I'm interrupting you because, y'all, she's talking about this while she's sitting on the bottom bunk of a bunk bed. (laughs) And I thought how the metaphor of that, the visual of she is such a fucking child in this, acting like a 17-year-old girl who's upset that her husband is just entertaining himself that his uh, i mean this well, woman has no empathy i i agree and i can't believe i'm gonna push back on this oh, and God. fight a little for ari here oh, um i just don't think neither of them know how to communicate with the other and both of them True. use communication as a way to gimme the other um especially when they're not in the same place because what uh, he's... Poodle, explain gimme for people that didn't grow gimme. up in South Carolina. <laughs> Is it only a South Carolina yeah. thing? No, I've when, never heard this. When you're sticking it. it to someone, you're gimme in them? Yeah, you're I gimmying them? I think that's a mother poodle thing. You got to gimme him. Uh, I don't know where it comes from. Yeah, she's like, why well, you got to gimme? Why are you going to gimme your brother? God, <laughs> Jaybird. It's all about gimme and your brother. Why you got to gimme me? Uh, I, I think that may be a South Carolina thing. But... She is just sticking it to Benny, and he will do anything to stick it to her. And mostly because they're such the same person in the way both of them approach relationships. Yes, we've we've laid this out before. When Benny is alone in Ethiopia, he acts like his former life where he would go out to clubs, flirt with girls. He's a fuckboy. Now, we have no evidence at all that Benny has actually had affairs on Ari. We have none. No, and but, we've even had some sissies comment like in the Facebook group about like society and Ethiopian men and not being alone. And right. like, that's a big, so like the fact that he wants to be around people. At the same time, for Ari, the fact that he is going out and she has no say on what, what he's doing and she doesn't have control over, it's a big deal for her to have control over his daily life and she would rather him be at home missing her she would Um, rather him sit at home doing nothing when she's not even taking the fact that he's already to use your word hella depressed because she left and it's bringing up trauma of his kid being taken away from him and he doesn't want to deal with that shit and if she wasn't there benny would just be going out with his friends and the thing is he doesn't like she doesn't like his friends because they all hate her. They all, even later, they're like, there's the Ten Commandments, the Constitution, and Ari's rules. And Ari's rules, So, and I think it's, remember that just, the way She's the unreasonable one in the group. The way that Ari behave, or the way, the way Ari wants Benyam to behave is just not the way an Ethiopian man behaves. And remember, they are in Ethiopia. And- Honestly, not even, I don't, if I was leaving my husband for a month, I actually would say, hey, honey, this is a great time for you. Like, go out with friends. Go do things that you've wanted to do without me. That's sweet that you think that, but she's just not that. No, No. she's not it. But she's so. 
Um, what it, but what it, it's all about the attention is not on her. And she and y'all, she is she she knows this about. She's like, we don't really do that well when we're not in the same place and we're long distance. And so y'all, she's spiraling because all she can think of is is him. Like, I know he's fucking bitches. Yeah, and, and then, yeah. so and then they call and they finally Skype, and she's like, "Why did you turn off your phone through three You hours? turned out your phone. And he was like, "I." Went to the now, gym. this was a bullshit excuse. I don't a know if it's excuse. language or or language barrier, but it does sound really. Said, I put it in airplane mode, and I'm like, oh, honey, that was a bullshit excuse. And, and this is like a brutal cycle for them because he has to say, "Why do you want to control me? I'm doing what I need to do. You're not here," and she gets insecure about it. And the more he gets upset about her feeling like feeling ignored, the more he gets like, why you got to control me? And the same thing with her, the more angry he gets, the more like, why are you being this way? Why are you treating me like this? You're going to go out and fuck girls. The, and- the, the phrase that drove me over the edge is when she said, honestly, I don't think you go, you care about me at all, at all. <laughs> and that that's where she goes. It's the extreme. Oh, y'all, this is happening because... She didn't want to come back. This was her no, plan all. This no. was her plan all along to gaslight him and to cheat on her. Because look, one of our medical sissies said this type of surgery surgery that Biniam is getting. She said it needs to be done ASAP. It needs yeah. to be done quickly. I don't buy that Ari had to go. That they got this surgery done. That he got delayed because a doctor. Because look, we see next she week. She wanted to see her family. Yeah, she wanted to see her family, and we see in next week she wanted to get new lips. That's right. She got new lips. She got new lips. She got new so, lips. That's fine. You know, get lips, good for but her. Get new lips. Do whatever you want. But, but y'all, she did get new lips. This has nothing to do with her baby. Nothing to um, do with her baby surgery. Y'all, then she says, you know, the thing about it is you're having like a great time without me and all your friends. And you're just always talking about how much your friends do. What about me and your baby? We're your family. Why aren't you talking to us every night? And this is this is the relationship in which she thrives. Is this, is. what are you doing for me? And that is how they've established their relationship. When they, when, when she is not there, uh, he's not able to uh, capitulate. He will, he, he feels a sense of bravery. Yeah. And she cannot handle having complete control of him. No. So I don't. I was trying to defend her, but I don't even know if I can do that. <laughs> well, but now, so I'm not going to defend her, per se, but I do want to say the way she says, like, if you're a father and you have a little kid and a wife, like, in their way, you should make time to talk to your significant other every day. Even I, if it's I agree. minutes. So if Benny's not doing that, if he's going days without talking to her, then, yeah, she totally has a right to be upset. But it doesn't. I have a feeling Ari wants to call him it's like control. six times a day, yeah. and he's like, "Bitch!" And in her in the moment, she's like, "Well, he's obviously hiding something. He's not. And, I don't think he's hiding is, anything." Remember, 
You brought your ex-husband to Ethiopia and he stayed with you. Yes. And you're the one that decided <laughs> that your child needed to leave Ethiopia to have a routine surgery when he totally could have had this surgery in Ethiopia and right. been fine. Uh, and But she gets him to say, don't turn off your phone. And this is, that's pretty reasonable. Um, so... Then later on, we are, and I wrote down, neither is listening to the way they're communicating. This is, no. they they just don't have it. So y'all, we get, we focus on Beanie. This is the festival of mescal. Uh, ew, 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 ew. We found the cross that Jesus was crucified on, and we're going to have a party, party, party. Oh, we're going to drink and have a party and a big bonfire. <laughs> I enjoy Ethiopian holidays because they sound so religious. Uh, <laughs> remember, no one can hear those. Uh, oh. We just we just had a whole conversation uh, on the Pink Shade Facebook group. <laughs> no, I think that one worked. I think that one worked. Oh, really? I didn't get through my sound pad. Yeah, so I oh. think they heard it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Aaron says, we're, we're making all these inside jokes to the sound effects we have, and no one can hear them. And it was the same thing for us. We had no every, we were talking about it and no, I think <laughs> no you can one hear could hear it. it. Yeah, All right. listen. Y'all come at us if you can hear that. Oh yeah, you can tell I they're see they're on they're recording. They're on my microphone. Because it's on your sound pad. Yeah. Well, I'll tell Aaron about that. Wow. Anyway, um, sorry, behind the curtain, y'all. So, okay, so they're they're partying it up mescal style mescal when they style. found the cross. And Benny is, t that's when Benny's talking to his friends and they're just honestly, there's not much except for they're just talking how selfish she is. And uh, the thing is, they both are so wrapped up in their selfishness. They're refusing to see the other person's point. Amen. Yeah, they're, they're both. I mean, like he wanted to go out New Year's Eve and she was pissed about that. I, I, Excuse me, I, I burped, I've as, but he went out like on New Year's Eve. You expect your. You're with your family and with kid. You expect to just why not let him go out with his friends on New Year's Eve? Well, I think she, in her heart of hearts, she knows he's still a little bit of a fuck boy. Not a little bit, and he's, he is totally yeah. a fuck boy. And there she's is she's scared about that. She's just not handling it the right way. If she was a little bit smarter about this, she Too would late. make the best friends with his former dance partner and ex-girlfriend and say, girlfriend, call me when he fucks up or everyone around him. She would, she would make, and also he would, she would make the best friends with his sisters. I don't know if that's possible, but they, in, they hate her pretty yeah, much. But, but if there was a way to get in good with people who would be her eyes and ears, there's just not all of his male friends hate her because she's so controlling. Um, so she's always going to be the enemy and he's, and all of his friends are going to encourage him. Let's go out. You're not with a ball and chain anymore. And so that's the problem. They are living separate lives. And he, uh, he is always going to have his friends. together with a separate life. <laughs> There's a song called Separate Labs. Uh, that's what I just was singing. No, that's Suspicious Minds. I was not. Oh, it is. You're right. <laughs> Don't oh, question yeah. me 
about stuff like that. But there's uh, yeah, we uh, can separate lives. I think that's a song that too. Song, I don't think that song's as good. Uh, okay, I'm gonna throw something at you. You can tell me. I know that. Uh, can we jump to Kenny Armando? Yeah, because we'll do Kenny Armando and then we'll take a break and then we'll okay. Because I feel like we're gonna have a lot to say about Jenny and Submit. Okay. Oh, 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 so, Jenny and Submit. Oh, the gays. Um, Kenny Armando. Uh, Kenny and Hannah are going to the park, and Kenny is calling his daughters, Madison yep. and Cassidy. And we found out that in the meantime, that Cassidy is pregnant. She just had her baby. Yeah, that was that was just like last week, I believe. Yeah, really yeah. cute baby. Congratulations, Kenny Armando. Grampy. Grampy. And the girls are saying things like the the daughter Madison says Cooper misses his grampy, and of course, cue Kenny's waterworks. Now, the thing about I wrote down uh, here, what he's Kenny says he's very homesick. He has not told Armando how homesick he is. Again, y'all, these are problems, but these aren't Ari Binyam problems, Jenny Submit problems, no. Corey and Evelyn problems. These are communication problems. They're communication problems, but but in a way, though, I really – my heart went out to Kenny. This was a very moving segment only because it – I mean, we knew this, but for the most part, we've seen Kenny, like, being involved yeah, with he's, Armando and being happy. <clears throat> but this time we see – I mean – when you think about, remember y'all when Kenny left his family, how much he cried, and he's so close to them. And he and hasn't really mentioned that a lot about no. being feeling homesick. It's been they've been dealing with Armando's family, and yeah, that's and he been said, the big conflict. Now, like you know, he's he's feeling miserable about it all, and you know, for Madison, he was there with her during her pregnancy. And he's not, remember y'all, they don't have a mom. They just have a dad. Right. So he's not there for the pregnancy of Cassidy. My, my question for you is, what would be the problem of him going and visiting and staying for three or four weeks, coming back, going and staying for three or four weeks, coming back, then staying for like two months before the pregnancy? Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, except for that, a they're planning a wedding. That is true. So, and as we can tell, that's going to stress Armando. And there also is this idea of just from someone that I've this last year, I have been like six weeks here, then couple. You never really get settled, and so there is this way of I'm sure Armando, Armando and Kenny, they want to build a life together in Mexico and, and yeah. put down roots. And I think that that one foot in, one foot out would really keep um, Armando and Kenny from building those but roots. I would question, is Kenny really sold on that plan? Because I think Kenny is just like biding his time when Hannah gets older so they can move to the U.S. I kind of feel like that, too, because it seems like I know Armando's close to his parents, but it doesn't seem as close as um, Kenny is to his yeah. family. And um, it and I'm not saying that that's right. I'm just saying that's what it feels like to me that but, Kenny's and, just biding his time. And Armando, you know, later brings up it's not just his biding parents. Biding my time. Oh, oh yes, I'm oh. biding my time. That's a Gershwin tune. It is. Um, <laughs> but he also doesn't want to take Hannah away from the, her maternal grandparents. So, yeah. 
You know, the woman who chased chased him down and then yeah, died on the th- road. This, honestly, this is a real problem, y'all. Like, this is a real yeah. relationship problem with Ari and Benium, Jenny and Smith. This is just stupid fluff because they all refuse to see what they want to see. Right. This is like two people who love each other and they're trying to be responsible. And But it's solvable, unlike it, it's Jenny solvable, and Smith. Yes. <laughs> but it, it broke my heart when Kenny said, Life is marching on. I feel like I life is marching on without me. And I thought this was such a beautiful description. He said, being here in Mexico, I've been the happiest in my life and I've been the saddest in my life. I I wanna and when we I'll move on to this one part about their their washer isn't working, so they're gonna go to the laundromat. And they and Kenny says, I need to tell you something, Armando. And I I I've been struggling. I really been struggling with being very, very homesick. And Armando says, okay, I get that you miss your kids, but I'm really, really worried that you're going to go back home and cancel the wedding. And, and then Armando, this is what made me cry. I cry in all their segments, y'all. Mostly when Armando says something, because when Armando cries, it's really sad. It is. is. Armando says, I feel like I'm letting your, I'm going to cry. I feel like I'm letting your family down and I'm worrying they're going to hate me because uh, he loves because I've his taken family. Away. Yeah. And I, and these they are, love these are issues. Like I'm, I don't mean to minimize their issues, but these are issues that couples have. They are fixable, but you have to talk about them and, and they're real. To, actually, I think these are bigger issues than the other couples because not in a bigger issue like you're going to, but it, it's talkable and it's fixable, but it's, it's big, it's big moves to fix this. And so whether it is they do, it's, uh, but I think they'll be fine. And obviously it's, um, Armando does such a beautiful thing, which is a smart thing. Y'all, if someone tells you something and it's shocking to you or kind of dysregulating and you don't know what to say, he just kind of said, okay, what are you feeling? That's mm-hmm. such a great thing because he was kind of like, you could tell Armando was hit by this and, and Kenny just says, look, and K- Kenny, Armando says, you're scaring me. I'm, I hope this isn't something that you're going to want to go back home. Yeah. And he says, and K- I don't want you to leave. Yeah. And Kenny said, I'm just trying to be upfront with you and I'm missing out on a lot. And then that's when they both cry and have this. So, and Armando does say, I'm worried that he's keeping things from me. Um, which, I think it's a good thing that he's telling you this, but I it makes want them to so, be happy. It, you know what I worry about? And this is what I've thought before with Kenny. Kenny is, and I know because I see a lot of myself in Kenny and Armando is the same way in a different way as well. But I think Kenny can be a people pleaser. And I worry this whole time he was putting his emotions on the back burner because totally. Armand, Armando has been going through so much with coming out to his family. And so he wants to be supportive. But y'all, it's um, you can support someone and still have your feelings. That's well, okay. You could, you could please me a little bit more. Why don't you be a people pleaser with me? Shut the fuck up. Let's go to commercial. <laughs> 
oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise. Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Ladies and germs, I am Mama Submit, your senior drill instructor. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to, and the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, yes. Do you maggots understand that, Jenny? Do you understand that? You're gonna, I'm going to cook, I'm going to take you through this Indian dinner, and you're going to say, yes, ma'am, thank you, may I have another, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, it's Indian fried chicken here tonight. <laughs> oh, boy. His mother scorched her. (laughs) I mean, it is, it's like, I almost, almost felt bad for Jenny. I almost. I kind of did. But at the same time, oh, she chose this. She knew what was coming. Well, and we saw definitely the, the, oh, I almost lost my headphones. We saw the pattern of what she, of kind of how she deals with this. We're going to talk about that later. That was Full Metal Jacket, by the way, if you're like, where do I remember that from? That's why it felt like, it felt like she's accepting her punishment. You never saw that movie, did you? Oh, it's a movie. Is it good? (laughs) Is it good? (laughs) Never heard of it. Yeah, I don't think you would. Why was it called Full Metal Jacket if there's about the military? That makes sense. A metal it's, jacket. Uh, I think it has something to do with bullets and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't Uh-oh. really know. But it was uh, about how the military and a guy kills himself. It's it's about how terrible military, they build you up. They break you down, then they build you up. It's a really uplifting <laughs> thing to say. I'm saying that's what it that's what it felt like to me when Mama Submit started talking to Jenny. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it y'all, as we know, last last episode she was already cleaning Jenny's kitchen, and so then Jenny and uh, Mama Submit are in the in the kitchen with Submit. I want to eat something cooked by Jenny, and and Submit says, "Oh, they're going to cook dinner. It's going to be great." And y'all, you know, it's not good when Jenny is trying to put on like a rice cooker top, and she's trying to do it. She's like, "I can't do it, can't do it." And Mom says she can't My even open. Hands don't work. And she's like, "What? It does not work." And then Jenny tries to open a container, which makes sense because when you have chicken claws, you've got it's hard to. It, it's not same. It's different than a hand. She doesn't have opposable thumbs. It's just yeah. wings. It's just uh, wings. After and all, Mama Submit says she can't even open a container. <laughs> Y'all, this is some this is some brutality. I I've rarely seen a mother be this awful. Up uh, and she's uh, just un- unless it yeah. was the last time my mother cooked with my sister in law. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> the last you, time your sister in law you did see, that. You should see that. No, she isn't anymore because my mother just savages her. <laughs> my mother's like, no, you're doing this wrong. You need if you're gonna make biscuits like that, just like, move out of the way. Let me do it. Um. <laughs> oh, because she tried. To, your sister-in-law tried to make biscuits like the way your mom makes for your brother, and she fucked it up. Yeah, fucked it up big time. And your mother, your mother won't even give you her full biscuit recipe. No, my mother left out things. <laughs> this is a thing. I'm sure that other people, other forebears, do this, but my my grandmother didn't give certain recipe. Didn't give certain recipe things to my mother. Like just left out shit, so it wouldn't be the same. And it's a very, su- it's from what I know, it's a very southern thing for my mom. Even even to this day, my mother will never really tell me exactly how to make biscuits. Um, she'll just say, "We well, add a little bit until it looks like this." And then when I say it didn't go right, she's like, "Well, you must not have done that." <laughs> <laughs> oh well, maybe next time. 
I'll show you again when we go home. Maybe you can get it right this time. Which is her way of saying, if you come home, I'll show you. Come home. Yeah. Come, come, come learn. Come learn at the potter's wheel. Where, um, where his mother is like, I want to eat something by Jenny. And she's like, I don't think she's going to be able to learn anything, but we'll see. And whereas Submit is like, I feel this is an opportunity for them to be like they were before. Remember when my mom, when Jenny lived with my mom and my dad and she lied about dating me? And, she was, and she was literally sneaking into my bedroom every night, banging yeah, me. But she was, they were good friends then. Um, so y'all, that's when things get weird. Because Jenny's like, I don't know. Things are kind of being really fun. I think Mama Smith's really starting to enjoy what we're doing. And at this point, let us do another episode of Reality Gaze Theater. People don't like it when we do it fast. Sitar, 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 because we're in India. They don't like it when we do it fast. People have said they like it. They can go fuck themselves. Wow. I'll do what I want. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's not pleasant at all. I'm stopped because it was awful. <laughs> it no, was it wasn't harmony. It was awful. Sorry, you y'all. You were like a second apart from me. It was garbage. We were, we were, uh, y'all were remote, but goat. I'm in Oklahoma, if you remember. So. Yeah, I think they know. That by the way, the tornado know. storm is up by Colgate now, so <laughs> it's not near us. We're fine. No one asked. <laughs> anyway, just letting everybody know. Okay, so um Poodle, who are we playing? You didn't say who. Are you doing Mama I'm Submit? I'm doing Mama Submit. Okay, yeah. and I'll be playing Jenny. Okay, y'all, they're kitchen in the kitchen. and they're kitcheting po- in the kitchen. Poodle is, is, for the sake, he is not going to speak Hindi. He is going to translate this into <laughs> English for y'all. My Hindi's a little rusty, uh, to be honest. So, so, yeah. Yeah. And action. Uh, can you get the flower, please? I know you don't speak my language, but what, I'm going to point at it. What is it? Flower. A flower. I don't know flower. 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 I eat chicken feed. I don't now eat need flour. It. Now need well, the need flower. It. Need it. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, oh, this is you, really you don't know anything. Uh, it's adorable. What? Uh, what? You don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? You like the way I feel with my chicken claw? Uh, oh, you oh, idiot. That's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Use your brain. Well, yes. it's a chicken oh. brain, so it's very oh, tiny. No. Oh, wait. Oh, oh you this don't thing know is anything. <laughs> oh, wait. This is this little pot steaming. Let me get it. Let me let me open this steam. Oh, oh, that's hot. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> you burned your hand oh. or your wing. Burned burn my feather. Burned my feather. It's just hot. How do you get that off? You know, How do you get this, this steam is, out? This is Samit's favorite. You need to be able to make it. Uh, I don't really like chicken because that's kind of a conflict of interest. <laughs> it makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm going to teach you how to do all the daughter-in-law stuff because you're okay. empty. You're an- <laughs> oh, lovely, Jenny. You're so empty-headed and brainless. Oh, you're so sweet. You're so sweet. I'm so glad you're having a good time. This is going well. You're smiling. Yeah. If I could kill you with my brain, I would. I think that was good. But I'm smiling. Oh, God, you're smiling. Oh, ooh, ooh. And, and scene. scene. Y'all, this is some 
really rough shit. She's, I, I applauded when I saw this. This is one, and I literally actually applauded. This is one of the, my favorite things I've ever seen on 90 Day Fiance. Mama Submit, y'all, is just. She could be a Jack. She could be a James Bond villain. I the amount of respect I have for the the way this woman the woman can dole out just insult after insult with smiling. She's she's learned. I mean, I'm kind it, of in awe of it. I am, and Jenny was like, "Wow, she's acting like a real human being." What I think she really moron. wants. She really wants to try. She really wants to try. I think that's it. It's and going better than I thought. Later on, they're they're sitting there eating the food on the what, table. What? That what has Jen- all Sorry, to- types of coasters. It's true, all coaster it. issues. I have to ask, what is the IQ of Jenny? You know, it's not that I think she's I just don't- really dumb. I just think she doesn't understand people or social cues. Yeah, because I bet she would be this way. In it, it is like she doesn't get sarcasm, even in English. It's like she doesn't get it. I agree. It's it's a problem. Um. So. They're talking and they're eating and Jenny's like, uh, they're talking to Jenny and they're like, well, to be honest, Jenny, you need to do all the daughter-in-law stuff that, uh, that she's we, like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I, yeah. I'll, I already, I already cook and clean. Yeah. She said, I'll cook this for clean. him. No, you don't clean uh, at all. And she says, and Jenny, to be honest, we have a very big social circle. Are you going to, are you going to be okay when people go up to you and, and I'm, and I'm quoting here and go, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! What an old hag she is! What an old hag <laughs> is! she Smith's grandmother? Whoa! Now, they say grandma. Whoa. That's where Jenny Jenny goes. Ah, grandmother, grandma! I can't be a grandma. I could be his Whoa. mother. I could be his mother, but I couldn't Yo, be his grandmother. I don't know if I could be his mother is the part, the hill you want to die on. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't make it any better, Jenny. <laughs> so, y'all, there you, anyone could look around and tell you this is dead in the water. And, like, oh, it's not, it, and actually, anyone could look around and say, it's, is Samit worth this with his Kate Gosselin hair? That he's got no. going on, no. and he, or his Karen uh, at Applebee's hair—it's well, just not worth it. Jenny gets a little emotional, so she's just kind of wiping her nose with the Kleenex, and then she sets the Kleenex down on the coffee table, and the mother oh, says, "Oh, she was just waiting for that." She was like, "This is unhygienic." <laughs> and Samit has to tell her this, and she's like, "What? What?" Oh, and he's like, oh. "Yeah, you can't leave your Kleenex down." And Jenny was like, "But I lived in a chicken coop." <laughs> And Father Submit is trying to say, let's focus on all the things that, instead of the negativity, let's focus on all the things that we're going to teach Jenny. And the mom's like, okay, okay, we can do that. And Jenny, But Jenny's getting riled up and she tells him, she's like, you're forgetting why you're here. This is supposed to be peaceful. And dad's like, yeah. we're not trying to fight. And mom is just sitting there smiling saying, we're not trying to fight at all. Oh. I'm just trying to be honest with you and tell you everything that's wrong with you to make you better. Y'all... This is a fucking adversary. If you've got a mother-in-law like this, you need to go to war. This This, is going to take planning. This is going to take battle sketching. You need to to poison your husband or your wife to whatever their parents are saying. This this is is going to take take, planning. Everything Jenny doesn't have. 
Exactly. You like she if, doesn't have this in her at all. That's why I've said this over and over again, y'all. If you've let's say you've been divorced and you're dating someone new, if or if you're, you want to start dating someone new, find an orphan. It is much better if they don't have parents because this is what you're going to have to deal with. Every especially if they're the, you're the second wife, god, they're going to hate you even more. Unless they hate the first wife, then maybe they'll like you because they still hate the first wife. Uh, no, I, it doesn't work not. that way. I'm it sorry. In laws, y'all. That's why it's been a joke on every sitcom forever. No one get if you get along with your in laws, you're the exception. You are the exception, and even you know it's a uh, good. I think uh, Samit's mother would do this no matter who she married. It's worse totally. it's Jimmy, but even she married and if he married an Indian girl, she would still rake her. Oh yeah, she'd cult. still be shitty. But that would be, I guess, more culturally, she would take it more. Where Jenny yeah. is, Jenny is like, I would never come in the house and do this. How you and tell you how to live, tell you how to live. And so, um, she said, I would never treat you in disrespect. You're disrespecting me in my house. I would never do this. And I went, Jenny, you shacked up in their house and snuck you in their son's bed. Their son. So in their house and, again, and, li- and lie lie to them for years. So y'all, we yeah. really have to remember. You want to feel sorry for Jenny and all of this? Don't buy Jenny, it. Jenny and well, really submit. But oh, they Submit's created, the biggest villain. Yeah, but they cre- they created this. They created y'all. This. Then everyone's best boy submit drops this little nugget. I really, it is my dream that we would all live together. <laughs> and I screeched. I absolutely well, screeched well, like an so, emu. <laughs> ah! So ah! <laughs> my counter, so y'all, the counter on 101 ways submit could not marry Jenny. It was, y'all, it was at 100. As soon as he said that, it just automatically rolled back to 46. Y'all. He at that counter because he's going to get so much mileage out of it. He says this, and Jenny, this is where, I, okay, so I want to tell you where I was. I watched this, and I was like, whoa. And Jenny says, your dream was, my dream is not for us to live together. And this is where I kind of started, but let me finish it out. I started to feel sorry for Jenny because Jenny says, okay. And you see her kind of look up at the crew helplessly, <laughs> like what? looking at the cameraman, <laughs> like, she was just like, somebody, somebody, what the fuck? And so, and Jenny, and she says, this is new information for her. This is not her gene. And that's what she said. And, and then, I believe her. I believe her oh, that this is I, new information. And I felt sorry for her. But then in the same fucking breath, she said, I've been in a relationship for a cement with a long time. And I don't believe him. He's just saying this to appease his parents. And that's when I went, there we are. And I, I went, have no, no sympathy, sympathy or empathy for you anymore, he honey. He literally is telling you the piece of shit that he is, and you're letting him treat you this way. Yeah. And y'all, the mom hears that and feels validated. And she, later on that night, she goes, They're, Her and the dad are getting ready for bad. And like, Jenny, yeah, I've been, I feel, um, I feel that I've changed to make Samit happy, and I'm just yeah. waiting for Jenny to boy, change. Jenny, she really, uh, boy, she has a lot of anger. She has a lot of anger. Y'all, that was, was the trying biggest. trying to explain things, and she got so aggressive. It was the biggest gift to Mama Samit 
that. Submit literally threw that chicken under a bus. Yes. And chickens don't do well under buses. No, they get killed. And mom even said, I was angry too, but I controlled myself. I mean, if she can't handle this, then how will we move forward? And then she said, she's a professional. I kind of admire it. This is a gaslighting comment, but she says, I've changed myself for Samit's happiness. Has she? Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, and you know what? She actually has a lot, but. But there's kind of a point there. She could go at Jenny with that point saying, how have you, how have you changed to become an Indian daughter-in-law? Well, in a way though, this is what, but Samit, again, Samit changed all the rules. Yeah. So Samit he told us. Because y'all, what it really is, Samit realized, oh, I think this is a lot of it. Samit got with an American woman and went, oh, wait, she's not going to take care of me and baby me and wipe my ass like my mom does. Mm-hmm. And that's what he wants, y'all, because Jenny is telling him to get a job. He Jenny said, is telling him to be a stand He wants a American wife to, or his wife to take care of him like all other Indian yeah. men. He she, said that no, to her. He said that last episode of Jenny was like, oh, well, I don't think that. So literally, honey, when people tell you who they are the first time, believe them. Believe them. And later you on, you said that like sip. You went, please, lady bill, them. lady bill, lady believe. bill, believe them. <laughs> uh, I had miss to do her. another cameo as Cuckoo. Uh, oh, I miss her. <laughs> miss her. Don't miss the terribleness that is her. No, but um, no, no. yeah. Anyway, Samit's like, trust me, Jenny. Everything's going to be fine. I said that it was a dream, so I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Dreams never happen. And I'm like, what uh, the fuck does that mean? Yeah. And so he's, then he says at the end, he's like, but if I'm getting love, why can't we just live with them? Because then uh, I can have my fantasy of sucking my mother's breast milk and then suck, trying to suck your dry breast milk at the same time. At the same time. Yeah. Same time. Same time. Same, same, same time. time. Same And same. Jenny told him, she said, if you think we're going to live, I don't think that's going to happen. Again, instead of saying... That's not going to happen. She right. needs to put a firmer boundary. And but I, lo- and- I think I've lost hope officially. Oh. I think I've officially lost hope with this episode. Sh- sh- yep, for sure. And it's just, you know, it's commit says for he Jenny anyway. Revelation during COVID because he couldn't be around his parents. Bullshit. Bullshit. You've always wanted this, Submit. It is crazy, y'all. He's 33 years old. He's 30 fucking three years old. And, and and like, and I know, and I know it's, I know this is a different situation, but think about the, the Indians on, uh, the, or the Indian Americans on family karma. Um, they are Indian Americans. They're not living with their parents. But and maybe that's the American thing. Cause we did. That's you know, true. When we did it, when we watched Indian I matchmaking, show. but when we watched Indian matchmaking, there were a couple of those guys that were totally babied by their mothers. And, and they just, needed to live with their, they needed, they needed, to, live, they needed to live in attached families. Yeah. So I, I again, it's it, the thing is though, is that I do, I did feel sorry for Jenny and that Jenny, he told Jenny who she was as an American <clears throat> woman. And everything was what he wanted. Right. Um, that's the show, know. y'all. That's the show, everybody. That this is a shorter show because last episode was long. I don't know. I think this was like forty-five minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we yeah. 
we went in. Poodle was telling a lot of stories about Oklahoma. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, y'all go to realitygaze.com. That's right. You heard realitygaze.com. No Why, Poodle? No more porn. No more porn. Doesn't mean there can't be. Um, Hopefully, oh, I'll put out my own my own site later. <laughs> what? You know, why do you have to make everything? Okay. Okay, good. I was just checking. Okay, good, good, good. Y'all, don't worry. The uh the storm's by <laughs> the storm is up by cement now. So it's fine. Man, none of this is real. No, it's none true. of these names are it, real. No, it's up by cement in Custer City, so we're okay. So <laughs> the storm is passed. Want to let everybody know, y'all. Not real. We call them in the dark. We call these people lonely hearts, poodle, because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you have found the cross that Christ was crucified on, <laughs> I did some research on this hospital, this 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 mescal, this this holiday. This Roman Empress Helena decided she had found it. And wow. I'm sure she had. I'm sure she had. Wow. But if you find the cross, we'll make a new holiday. And y'all come at us. Come, come at, at us. us. Come Call at us. us. Call us. Call us. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.